A very good morning to you on behalf of Teach 613. We welcome you to Take 10 for Talmud. Kiddushin Samach Gimel. Kiddushin 63a. Pagination is 125. We're starting from the Mishnah, middle of the page, middle of the line. Ha'omer li'isha. A man tells a woman, Hareyat mikudeshesli, you should be mikudeshes to me. Almanas, on condition... That I will speak some issue that she had with the ruler. In other words, I'll intercede on your behalf by the governor, type of thing. Or I will work for you as a worker, Rashi says, for one day. So then, deeper alel the shilton if he indeed spoke on her behalf or worked as he described, mikudeshes she would be mikudeshes v'imlav eno mikudeshes and if not she's not mikudeshes. The Gemara says amareish lokish v'ushenosan l'shava pruta provided that he also gave her the value of a pruta independent of the condition that he made. A little bit like the expression, that and a token will get you on the metro. There's a whole condition in this Mishnah, and Rishlakish is saying, but based on the condition alone, you can't do Kiddushin. Asks the Gemara, Uvischarlo, Based on the payment for that behavior, you can't do Kiddushin. In other words, the Gemara is wondering, why can't speaking on her behalf be the Kiddushin in and of itself, even without the extra pruta that Rish Lakish described? Likewise, working for a day. Why can't the payment for working for a day be considered the Kiddushin? He's doing it on her behalf and he's not expecting payment instead. He's using that would-be payment as his Kiddushin. V'atanya, indeed we did learn that B'schar she'er kaftich al hachamor with the payment that I already rode you on a donkey. The, the payment for what I already took you on the wagon, that I already took you on the ship, that's not a good Kiddushin. But if he sets up this dynamic before he does the behavior, he says, with the payment that you would pay for me to ride you on the donkey, that I will let you ride on the wagon or the ship. <coughs> that would be a good kiddushin as long as you set it up before the behavior occurs. Seems to be a kasha on Reish Lakish who said that doing the behavior alone is not a Kiddushin, you have to also give a pruta. V'chitema, 
the Gemara anticipates our rebuttal. And if you're going to answer me, maybe that ruling also was linked to giving a pruta independent of the behavior. For If you look at the wording of the Brisa, the Brisa says Bishar with the payment of. And that would indicate that this behavior alone is considered a Kiddushin. The Gemara likewise asks from another Brisa where an antic was performed on her behalf. Sechok lefanai, rekod lefanai. Make a joke or dance in front of me. Do some sort of antic. And the ruling is, shaman, we evaluate im pruta If it is worth a shava pruta, it's considered a kedushin, and if not, it's not mikudeshes. It has to be worth a shava pruta. That means that, independent of giving her anything else in addition, if you're evaluating the antic, how much is the antic worth? then apparently that alone is the Kiddushin. The Gemara says to you to do Reish Lakish. This is a very serious question on Reish Lakish. Why is Reish Lakish requiring an independent pruta to be given? And Reish Lakish introduces a fundamental concept over here, which is whether you hold when a person does a job, does the payment owed to him accumulate over time, or does it get hit, so to speak, be created at the end of his job, at the end of his behavior? And the question, therefore, would be, if you divide over a period of time and have it accumulate for him, which is the position of Yeshna l'schiros mitchila ve'adsof, wages are incurred from the beginning until the end, and they accumulate over time, then at no point in these cases was there a Shavapruta being given to her? If, however, you hold, like those other two Brises hold, the wage is incurred at the conclusion of the behavior, then indeed, at the conclusion of the behavior, there was created a Shavapruta obligation, which he is saying, that obligation is what I'm giving to you. Again, Tana Didan Savar, our Tana holds, Yeshna Leschiros Mitchila Ve'atsof, the wage is incurred from beginning until end, and at no point did he give her a Shavapruta, and instead, as the wage was incurred, it became a Milve, it became a loan, and we know that you can't be Mekadesh with money that she already has in her possession, and she simply owes the reimbursement of that, like a loan, 
once she has it, you're not giving her anything tangible. The conclusion of the Gemara is to appreciate that these two viewpoints were embedded in the wording that the rulings were presented with. Why did Reish Lakish purposely learn our Mishnah as a case of a Tana that holds so that he's not giving her anything? Omar Rava, Rava explained, The Mishnah was the indicator. My You'll note that our Mishnah said Almanas on condition, indicating that there was a there was a kiddushin independent of the condition that's being described. Almanas on condition. That means he gave her a pruta, and this was a condition. Whereas the Brisa presented Bishar through the wage that I rode you on the donkey, or that I will ride you on the donkey. Well, in the wage indicates that the wage itself is going to be the Kiddushin, and that's following the opinion of that the payment is incurred at the conclusion, and therefore at that point, he's trying to do the Kiddushin. In Shulchan Aruch, Simen Lamed Ches, Seifim Yud Beis and Yud Gimel, we find that we indeed paskin like Rish Lakish. If the man said, Bipruta Almanas, with a coin, on condition that I work for you or I intercede on your behalf, then indeed, if we know that he did it, she would be Mikudeshes. But if he says, Hiskachili Bishar, He's not giving her an independent pruta, but he's trying to do it with the wage that I'm going to work on your behalf or intercede. It's not a good kiddushin. Like our Mishnah holds, because schirus is incurred as it develops. And therefore, it's the equivalent of trying to be Mekadish with a loan, with money that she already has. Yosheh Thank you for joining.